0: Parental discretion is advised. What's up, guys? On this week's Wrestling Mayhem Show, we talk about total divas, underrated divas, the rise of Daniel Bryan, and the fall of Randy Orton's testicles. Stick around.
1: This edition of Wrestling Mayhem Show is brought to you by... Check out the insane Fans Bring the Weapons match at Unleashed 5 and the surprising championship tournament at the upcoming Resurrection DVD and digital download release. Find out more at rwalive.com.
0: Flashlight. Head on over to wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Look for that banner and click on it. You'll know which one.
1: Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising
0: wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. Wait for the perfect time, and Don't give up what you want, take it back. Wait for the perfect time. And- Welcome to the Wrestling Mayhem Show number 380. We're recording this on July 30th, 2013, if you can believe it. Tonight, my friends, we have an amazing episode. Tonight is the show to end all shows. Jimmy Pardo will wish he was us after this episode and he'll give us all his money. However, folks, as you know, the Mayhem is cast characters. I am one, DJ Lunchbox, that's correct. But no man can do this alone. Joining me this week, the man himself, Sorgatron.
2: Hmm?
1: Oh, hi, I'm Sorg. I'm uh, here with all the equipment. Pushing buttons, turning knobs, making the Mayhem happen. Back to you, LB.
0: Sorg is the one who makes all things happen. The one who makes all the jokes happen is Bobby F. J. Town.
3: Hi, everybody. Contrary to popular belief, I was not the fan who attacked Randy Orton in South Africa. (laughs) We'll get to more than that later.
0: (laughs) However, in line with popular belief, you do love hitting people in the balls. Especially Randy Orton. And folks, joining us just with a wealth of knowledge... Uh, it's incredible how much this young man knows, uh, coming to you all the way from the deep South. That's right. Texas, USA. Amen.
2: Thank you, Mr. Lunchbox. I, I appreciate being the most knowledgeable person in the South. That's a great compliment. Also, (laughs) I'm wearing a t-shirt that is ironic now because I don't have a beard.
1: (laughs) That's Daniel Bryan one for audio listeners. They
0: in shaven now. and shorn.
2: Hmm. I don't make them watch the video, sort.
0: <laughs> yeah, watch the video. Speaking of which, uh, we do a lot of stuff here on the Wrestling Mayhem shows. We've already alluded to. We've got audio and we've got video. But you're thinking, I've found one of those, where on earth can I find the other? Well, let me tell you, you can find us each and every week, each and every day even, at our home, WrestlingMayhemShow.com, the first, last, and only website you'll be needing. You can also find us just about anywhere you can find fine podcasts in the world. Listen to us on your iPhone, your Android phone, your BlackBerry, your webOS phones, your tin cans. Uh, with string tied between them, you can probably pick us up if you're in the right area. You can find us on Stitcher downcast, and yeah, even the generic iOS podcasting app. You can also find us on iTunes. Please, please, please. Take a second, leave us a comment. It makes us feel good, makes you feel good in control, and it lets iTunes know that we're still here. Uh, but what if you want to see us? Of course you want to see us. This we live in the future you want to see our video well you can find that at wrestling mayhem show one of the finest websites uh on the internet after ours of course uh we can also be located at youtube.com slash wrestling mayhem show for uh just about all your wrestling mayhem show needs now uh all at once where can we find this all at once i hear you screaming at me keep it down i'm gonna get to you i'm gonna answer your question right now Mr. Lunchbox is here to answer your questions. Everything comes together, my friends, for the low, low, marginal price of $1.99 for the Wrestling Mayhem Show app. Uh, Folks, not only do you get the audio, you also get the video. And on top of that, and this is really important, you get a little something called Wrestling Mayhem Show Gold, something we record exclusively uh, for the app viewers slash listeners Um, So go and check that out. It's really great stuff, I assure you. Um, But what if that's not enough? There is one thing that we cannot contain in the apps, but boy, don't we have a website for that too. It is ProWrestlingTees.com. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com. Pick up a t-shirt from your very favorite wrestler, and then what do you do? You get one of ours. Get some mayhem wear. It's absolutely fantastic. We've got new designs coming all the time. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. Go over. Check it out. When you're done with that, it's going to be Tuesday. And what happens on Tuesday? Tuesday, you join us at live.sorgatronmedia.com. And if you really, really, really want to be famous for at least a week, you can email us at...
2: good times,
0: good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. And speaking of which, speaking of that very exact thing, let's see what we got in the old
1: mailbag... Yeah, we got a few things in there, guys. Uh, So let's go check it out. Uh, We have, first of all...
2: We got a lady mail. We got a lady mail. Eamon, would you like to handle a lady? I will try to improve on the big words that uh, I failed at last week. Let's do this. You're a college student. Hi, The Wrestling Mayhem Show. First things first. Please hold a moment of silence for the dearly departed Dragon Dragon, cut down in his prime by Oleg the Usurper. Just in case anyone is unaware, here are the grisly aftermath photos. And while this is but this is the method by which Oleg completed this gruesome deed. So yeah, just a quick moment of silence for the beloved uh, Dragon Dragon. <laughs> We can't have anything nice. Such a senseless loss of life. My condolences go out to his clutch of eggs that will grow up without a father. Second, Total Divas is the greatest television spectacle in the history of the universe, and I will hear no arguments otherwise. Vincent for the Hall of Fame, please. Also, what are the chances that next week's episode, Tango with Fandango, features Fandango being a bigger diva than any of the ladies? I'll say a 100% chance. All right. That's a, good, that's a good odds. Those are betting odds. That the A's breathe. And finally, my usual asinine and inane discussion question, what is going to be cooler? Daniel Bryan winning the WWE title by countering the attitude adjustment with a small package? or Daniel Bryan defending the WWE title from a Money in the Bank cash-in by Randall Keith Gordon by countering an RKO with a small package. My pick is the RKO counter because Daniel Bryan is the best. Your exogenous friend, Leg Kick TKO.
3: Very good. Mm-hmm.
2: So awesome. Does anyone have an answer to the question? <laughs> I do, of
3: course. Yes, Bobby. Yeah, I Brian turning the RKO into a small package would be something I would love to see. <laughs> either <laughs> either that's scenario would fun. be great, though.
1: I'd love to see that. Um, no, whoa, there is not me. Um, no, no, I'd, I'd love to see that, too. Um, I, uh, he's making the small
2: package a, a, a finishing move lately, and I think that's pretty mm-hmm. fun so it's really it's really fits with his character i love it mm-hmm. uh people forget like there, that was an awesome era that he had in ring of honor when he was a world champion was he would just beat people with like flash moves mm-hmm. especially when he was a heel it was pretty amazing yeah uh what do you think lb
0: i have to agree with bobby i i can't even imagine how you would reverse an rko into a small package but man i'd like to see it and if anybody can pull it off it's daniel Bryan.
1: it's true that's true mr small package from ad mike in the chat um, Option C, Vince will cost him the match. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, excellent. Uh, I'll get the next one, guys. Inhabitants of the Mayhem Nation and fan. Uh It is I, the one and only 02K of the WrestlingRevolution.com. I shall not talk about Raw because it was pre-taped, nor will I talk about TNA because it'll start another hate war. However, hear me out on this one. Check it out. Imagine. The hardcore titles 27, 24-7 roll plus WWE app plus Twitter equals a real-time 24-7 roll that will have the WWE universe trying to tune in every now and again that now and then for the latest title changes. People can tweet, holy bonkers, Tajiri just saw the ch- just saw the champ and is fighting him for the title. LOL, Cena wins, all together in caps, by the way. LOL, <laughs> well, uh, Cena wins. Why hasn't WWE capitalized on this? What do you think, guys? Yes, no, maybe. Later's mayhem, zero, out. P.S., TNA releasing Jesse Sorensen equals shitty PR move. But good business move sent from my PC computer. Um, no, I think
2: that's an I awesome say, I, idea. I, mm-hmm. I, I that, say yes solely from the fact that I want to see Tajiri back. I want to see Tajiri back too. You sold us oh, yeah. on the Tajiri clause. We,
3: we uh, will trade you Yoshitatsu for Tajiri. Yes, take that, Japan. Uh, no, we can have them both. <laughs> okay, we can have both. Take that, Japan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yoshitatsu's going to be Antonio Enoki, and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> No, I like
1: that, though. Um, that's a pretty cool idea. I mean, you could um, I mean, Well, you have Twitter pictures, touts. Holy crap, this just happened, and it gets touted out or vined or whatever you want to use. I, I heard, I think I watched Impact today. No. And I heard them say okay. something about Vine, so uh, I, I don't know. It was, I had nothing else to watch, so I'm like, ah, I was in here watching Total of Divas on this site, so I might as well click on this, too. It kind of drew me in. It's kind of like that rat hole when you're in YouTube. Um... <laughs> but it was not YouTube, uh, it, but yeah, it, it's. Uh, I think it's a really cool idea. Um, I would love that. And even if you do that, I, mean, I don't know. Let's do it with the U.S. belt or something, right? Mm-hmm. There's no reason not to. At this point, it's not doing anything. Yeah, it's nothing going and on. It there. makes it.
2: It just makes it interesting. Other- I mean, touts and all that are fine, but it's really a lot of basic, like, here's, you know, us spewing WWE media telling you, hey, this is happening. Like, yeah. that's what the touts are. It's yeah. basically just them being PR people. Yeah. But I, Or I could even
1: see, like, a really smart indie fed doing this. You know, like a Chikara or a Ring of Honor or a... Uh, I don't know. I'm losing it on maybe another one. I, I could see like an anarchy doing it down in Texas for you, wrestle fan, you know? Yeah, I, I could see it, maybe not so Inspire. much evolve. Uh, I, I don't know. How so hardcore would be smart to do something like this, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I just think that
2: it, it could be done right. I mean, there's there's a lot well, of things. Well, I, yeah. I think it goes back to what you wanted sort of tout to be in the beginning, Sorg, which was sort of an extension of like how to do promos and yeah. how, you know, you, you mentioned before how you get bored by seeing these indie wrestling promos and they're three minutes long and you can't keep your attention. Whoa, but talk? if you do something, if you do a segment, if you do something that's evolving a storyline that is actually interesting and short and can keep your attention span, that's yeah. the whole point of yeah. it. And The point and of it is not for PR like dribble. It's the point to like get a quick something that will help advance the storyline.
1: And you know what? You Notice, though, we had a little bit of glimmer of that at least to a point where Sheamus, all that stuff with Sheamus when he stole Del Rio's car, all happened over uh, town. Again, mm-hmm. they did show. They, I don't, you grown at it, but it's kind of a similar concept, right? Really, kind of it's precursor to what they do with the WWE app now, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, and, we're seeing little glimmers of that, but the, I don't know. I think they kind of uh, get over themselves with it, and it doesn't, it doesn't continue, and it doesn't evolve into something more.
3: Imagine uh, if- go, the Bobby. Imagine if social media was a thing when the hardcore title was twenty four seven title defense.
1: I know, right?
3: That would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see like the, the touts of, of uh, no, not touts, but you know what I mean. Um, people tell, telling us on Twitter that you know the Mean Street Posse attacked Crash at uh, Pizza Planet or wherever they were. You know that. Some stuff like that would be cool <laughs> pizza plan, and you could work. Oh man, you could work it
1: in with the sponsors. You could yeah. have. You could have. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Brodus Clay just took out Tajiri to at the Kentucky Fried Chicken no, or the Hardee's or the or the Popeyes or whatever the Popeyes. hell the sponsor is. Wait, wait, week, wait, right? wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. So why are you going so
1: racist with this? No, no, I'm just. No, I'm thinking why about people that have actually like been sponsors. With, uh, I know Hardee's yeah. and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, Nobody Popeyes. else remembers the commercial-free RAW where they had a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken and said. That yeah. out there all night
3: oh my god jared from subway just showed up and hit him with a steel chair yeah like, <laughs> yeah then you have something crazy like like jared from subway
1: is the hardcore champion or <laughs> or i don't know um like, ronald mcdonald's is the hardcore champion what the hell grimace oh, guys yeah. you realize god, god, you
2: realize that's what would have happened if wcw went five more years <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is all true. This is all true. LB, let's get
1: international.
0: Okie dokie. He
1: <laughs> he he.
0: He he he. He he he. What it is, Mayhem Crew? It's me. It's me. It's me. It's, me. it's fan of the motherfucking year. It's Big PPC. So... Daniel Bryan vs. John Cena his money written all over it. My issue is can the bearded Superman take down the Ultra Superman John Cena? We will see. I hope so. Picture below is for a place I frequent in the States. Wink wink. I would like to think that it could be have D-Bry with WWE title, huh? See the date, September 2nd. Let's hope Cena does not have built. And there's a picture. Uh,
1: There's a picture. Hold on, bring it up here.
0: Russian, Russian, (laughs) we like Tetris. Yeah, so he sent a pictorial proof.
1: There
0: you go. Okay. Uh, And will this ever happen? See below that's the next one it's it, it yes yeah, it is the next one it is a picture of uh, of uh, the big show uh saying that he will return i think next monday on raw mm-hmm. uh yes big show returns uh, uh, where is the world largest athlete Shouldn't be hard to find, right? Guess again. That was a fat joke, and I don't appreciate it. And now a poem thing combining my thoughts. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. It's going to be a poem. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't read this. So, Shield, cut the music. Cut the music.
1: Oh. Uh... Cut the damn our music. Our
0: own music. There's going to be a rhythm to this. boom, boom. So shield is great, Ziegler is good, Wyatt's are awesome. Miss to host, you know he should. Del Rio to name his opponent, Christian RVD, and who knows, maybe it will be the great Kali. Whatever is. So Bobby and I know Orton is lame. He always puts himself to shame. I wish someone would take him out of the game. His briefcase, the wood, find and replace. And who knows, maybe they will give it to a face. No, no, no! No one can replace the baby face champion that has to face. No, no face. Cause no one can see him. And no one can replace the unstoppable champion. Excuse me, as I can't finish this going to crap in a toilet and going to Ralph. Because too much Cena is bad for your health. Yes, yes, yes. A new champ I want. A new champ so much. Broken punk match. Good, but would much rather the Hayman's Bunch. Mark Henry. Mark Henry and Usos in Total Diva Rules. And when Ryback sees Meals, he growls and he drools. And Damien Sandow is the intellectual savior of the unwashed masses, you ignorant fools. You're welcome.
2: <laughs> I love how how Big PPC thinks poems work. No, I, I think he needs to <laughs> cut, a, cut
1: a
3: single on this thing. That was like That was, 50 fantastic. Ha- that was like 50 haikus in one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, Uh, questions, who is in hope of a Debray versus Cena versus Punk match after SummerSlam pay-per-view if Debray loses to Cena at SummerSlam? Or if not, Punk, who would you include in his place? That is complicated. What do do you think of October's pay-per-view name now as Battleground? And finally, WrestleFan. What do you think of Sandow almost drowning in your putrid, disgusting excuse for water the Gulf of Mexico? LOL, figured that is how he would say it. Don't drink the water. And take care till next time. It's been me, it's been me, it's been THE Fan of the Year. At Big PPC. <laughs> Keep up, great work, Mayhem Crusade, from... Uh, if, uh, that may have
2: been. Oh, well,
1: Amon, your first. Year. You answer that last question, please.
2: Well, for those that did watch SmackDown, you in Sorg, I think you watched it. You saw the color of that water, right? Yeah, it was kind of not
1: cool. Yeah, there was no <laughs> doctoring
2: to that. There was no doctoring. Well, the best part was
1: um, the last part when he's recovered and, and out of it. You see stuff floating by.
3: Yeah, so, I don't think that was. Yeah, the best thing I got that's the
0: cleanest place.
3: Uh, mm. That may or may not have been pooped also, it's not all diapers and half-eaten tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Diaper tacos. Well.
2: Are those are all... <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, totally not the Gulf of Mexico. Except no one questions it when W. Oh, that. geography'd
1: be damned, man. Come on, it's pro <laughs> wrestling. Okay, kayfabe the geography. <laughs>
2: Kfaving people who live in that city, though.
0: Sure, sure, sure. They everything else that happens as that that Have is is you ever watched
1: different. a movie that takes place in your city? Think of it that way. That nothing, gulf- nothing, no movies take place in Corpus Christi. Walk Jordan. around downtown Pittsburgh and go it- watch The Dark Knight Rises.
3: Amen. That's true. Amen. The WWE just gave that golf the gimmick of Gulf of Mexico. That's all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't think your name as the Corpus Christi Bay uh is good enough we want you to dye your hair blonde and become the gulf of mexico uh, that's what nxt does to, to
2: Gulf, and it's so sad yep. i mean fucking can't hold on to their identity again you know now they're gonna be less better wrestlers than they were when they were independent golf wrestlers I, no, 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 and it's just gonna be a fucking shame
1: wrestling's all about losing your identity identity uh lb what's the next question there again like look at it. Look at
0: it this way. Whenever uh, the WWE stops using it as the Gulf of Mexico, it can then market and sell DVDs under its own name. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: That's true. That's true. All accurate. Uh, All accurate. <laughs> okay. What uh, TNA
1: this, this, this
0: one?
2: Mexico match.
0: This one was really complicated, and I—it's I, like it's um, algebra in my head. So I'm going to read it again. Okay. Who is in hope of a DeBray versus Cena versus Punk match after SummerSlam if DeBray loses to Cena at SummerSlam? You or if not Punk, who would you include in his place? Uh,
1: so, so for X. Solvex. for Solvex. Yeah, exactly. Um Solve for So X. so would you like to see a three-way between those guys at the next one? I think Nine of Champions is up next. Um sure. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I Maybe. Got to that. Can, Thank you. I don't know how it, he got to that conclusion of, let's do a three-way.
2: It, it would have to make sense, though. That's the big thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, something needs to happen that, that makes that happen. So, I, I don't know. I that's, that's too complicated. I mean, I, I would love to see Punk involved somehow. I mean, I, I mean, I think everybody's dream right now is that uh, he wins it, and then Punk gets involved, and we end up having a, a, a
3: you know, Punk Brian for the title. I one. wouldn't mind him. But we've him. had that. I wouldn't mind them throwing Kane in the mix. Really? I don't know. I'd be okay for that because Kane Kane needs a a last run with the title. Yeah, I guess so. I
1: guess so.
0: (laughs) He's busy with the Wyatts right now. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
3: I mean, if the the Wyatts can convert him or something like that, maybe throw him in there that way because he did choke slam. D. Bri last night. Yeah. I'm
1: excited to see if we if they do convert him. If this does happen, what do they do with Kane? What does Kane yeah. become at this point? Um, so he's
3: just I'm, I'm like
0: curious. before, except his mask is is red and black, but it's also the weird bunny sheep mask.
1: Mm, <laughs> there you go. Um, and the last question about battleground. Uh, there was a side- no,
0: no, no. There's oh. more to that other question.
1: What?
0: <laughs> if okay, so if you have Daniel Bryan versus Cena versus Punk. Um, if, if if not Punk, who would you want in that three-way?
1: That's what I answer. Think of anybody right now. Really?
0: Orton.
1: I Orton? guess That's Orton. no. Orton would make sense, really. I mean, unless they have him do just you know flounder around, walking around with the briefcase for a while. But I, I don't know.
0: Cody Rhodes. Cody
1: Rhodes. Yeah. Oh. Why not? <laughs> We're gonna do that. Why not? <laughs> sure um (laughs) sure Sure. can i get the last question what what do you
0: think of october's pay-per-view name now is battleground i think it's great
2: i sure i like it i like it better than over the limit i think it sounds like one of those like you know build your own robot uh reality show things and i love
3: it chris jericho is also going to host wwe battleground
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no not like the (laughs) shitty one chris jericho hosted but like what it what like battlebots or whatever it was yeah. Not, it, it reminds me of something like that kind of show would be called Alex like is saying in the chat and
1: I think I heard some people say in the hangout last night, war games.
2: Yeah, that's what I say.
1: That's what I said last night. Uh, be. I don't see them doing it. Maybe they'd yeah. at least do the cage like one cage version at least of it, do it or something. Something like
3: that. Some yeah. some gimmick. Give us but they Give already us have Hell in a Cell.
1: Yeah, Hell in a Cell is like next after it.
3: But, but make something new, you know? Yeah. Give you, us
1: a gimmick with this. Paper maybe we here. do like one match, right?
3: hmm
1: Or something. Um, Call of Duty
3: Battleground style. I mean, don't get them guns then.
1: <laughs> all right, on that note, I think that is all the email. We didn't have any voicemails this week.
3: No.
1: No. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what before the we get to the Indie Minute, uh, we have a new uh, uh, affiliate here on the show. You heard about it at the top of the show uh, for you guys listening later. And LB is going to tell you all about this.
0: Yes, LB is. Okay, folks, uh, as Sork said, we do have a, a, a new affiliate here on the show, and this is an important one. I want to take a second here, and I want to talk to you about some real shit. We all have needs. Nothing wrong with that. Now, for the first time, the Wrestling Mayhem Show will help you meet yet another one of those needs in your life. Head on over to WrestlingMayhemShow.com and click the link to our newest sponsor, Fleshlight. That's right, folks. It's time to treat yourself a little J-Date. Fleshlight has everything you need to treat yourself properly. Lubes, DVDs, lots of toys, and of course, the world-famous Fleshlight. Now, I hear what you're saying, Lunchbox. What if I'm not into girls? My friend, that is no problem. There is something for everyone. Like I said, head over to WrestlingMayhemShow.com, click the banner that says Fleshlight, We get a little bit of the credit. You get the best thing you've ever purchased in your life. Everybody wins. Uh, That's all. Fleshlight. Fuck that thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are we allowed to use that? Isn't that a Kevin Smith thing? I didn't know if you... you, uh... Oh, uh, I wrote down
0: a bunch of other ones. So, uh, let's see here. Um, Fleshlight. Because you deserve it.
3: Okay. That's genuine. (laughs)
0: That's from the heart, right there. I've got a whole list of uh, of taglines to use, so.
3: I just thought of the Macho Man and said, "Speaking from the heart."
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, and with
1: that is the perfect lead-in for one indie minute. Amateur falling oh, down. Flashlights are just like indie wrestling. <laughs> Add your metaphor
2: here. Tell us at, uh, at com why you think flashlights are like independent wrestling. Fleshlight Maybe will feature responses on
1: the show. From the chat,
2: fleshlight,
1: don't make this weird. <laughs> <laughs> I would
0: What's be weird? so interested What's
2: to read those emails. About you- <laughs> What's weird about putting your dinker in like a rubber tube? Like, what's wrong with that? What's weird, number one? Calling it a dinker. Holy shit,
0: Russell Finn just topped my entire commercial in one sentence. What's wrong with putting your dinker in a plastic tube?
2: Damn, that's good shit.
0: Fleshlight. Uh, What's wrong with putting your dinker in a plastic
2: tube? And that's it shit's never going on my <laughs> resume uh, wow so indie wrestling <laughs> it's time for the indie <laughs> minute ladies and gentlemen the first thing i want to talk about uh is a company that is doing a lot of cool stuff that i want to mention and that is uh our good friend that beyond wrestling they uh They've always been on the cutting edge of all things pro wrestling doing a lot of different stuff. Uh, they are one of my personal favorites when it comes to them in social media then their you know production value they're really really great stuff. Uh, couple of news from them. Uh, you can now pre-order their most recent event, American Rana, which was one of their biggest events they've ever hold they've ever held, excuse me. Uh, I feature such matches as Kevin Steen taking on Masada. Uh, Eddie Edwards versus Biff Busick. Uh, there was AR Fox. There was Johnny Gargano. There was Colt Cabana. There's tons of awesome independent wrestling names at this show that also mixed it up with a bunch of the uh, uh, Beyond Wrestling names. Uh, and it looks like a really, really awesome event. So I encourage you to definitely go check them out uh, at lookmonofans.com. The second thing is they have an event, uh, one of their studio tapings coming up, uh, which is a big event that they're uh, bringing back for the second time. Uh, and it's called the Tournament for Tomorrow. It's an event that is meant to showcase some talents uh, in the independent wrestling world that may have not been recognized, that may have not, you know, are sort of like, you know, the gems of independent wrestling, the ones you don't really know about. Um, and some of the names that uh, have been announced are pretty uh, interesting. But the big one that I was excited about and I talked about for, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, at Eamon uh just followed, just made me so happy. Uh, A Texas talent that has gone very much unrecognized and is finally going to get a shot to go uh, somewhere outside of Texas to the East Coast and sort of do something awesome, and that's uh, the centerfold Matthew Palmer. If you've never seen a centerfold Matthew Palmer match, I encourage you to check him out because he is absolutely spectacular. And he's going to be competing in the tournament for tomorrow, which was an event that uh, a lot of people say was the event that Uh, took someone like ACH and made him a national name and made people, you know, recognize what he could do. And, you know, now he's working for Ring of Honor and now he's been working in, you know... Worked Chikara and Dragon Game. He's worked tons of other companies. So this is a very, you know, uh, this is a great opportunity and it can open some doors. So I encourage you to check that out when they uh, when they release that uh, the tournament for tomorrow. And like I said, go to lookmonofans.com. Go to Beyond Wrestling on Facebook and Twitter to interact with the people of Beyond Wrestling uh, and go support them because they are one of my personal favorites when it comes to independent wrestling. Uh, and also for cool events that you can check out. Uh, this is about a month away, but I found this very interesting. I love that they're returning with this over at SMBOD.com, Smartmark Video On Demand. Uh, Wrestling is Fun is doing an ipay per on August 24th, I believe. Uh, and also uh, Wrestling is Cool is joining them in the ipay per wheel, and they'll be having a Pay-Per-View on the 25th. Uh, I really am starting to enjoy this Wrestling Is stuff. Uh, they have been a great extension of what used to be Chikara, and they're really continuing with that and they're growing upon that and it's really interesting stuff. And I'm glad that they are doing the iPay per views now. Uh, Smart mark Video has always been really good with their iPay per views, uh, and especially wrestling is fun. Uh, they've done some iPay per views in the past and they've been really great, but they're bringing it back and they're doing uh, some awesome stuff. And hopefully all the uh, Wrestling is promotions can start doing that because you get to see a lot of names that you don't get to see, uh, you know, normally in Chikara mixed with some of, you know, really the top Chikara stars. Uh, and it's going, and it, it looks like a fun show. So I encourage you, if you have uh, $9.99, uh, go check that out or order an iPay per view and go check out Wrestling is uh, and go support them. Support them at their various websites. Uh, I think it's uh, wrestlingisfun.com, wrestlingiscool.com, uh, and go support them. Enjoy your potassium. Yes. Uh, and the final thing that I want to talk about is another huge event coming up this weekend if you're in the Toronto, Canada, Canada area, all you Canadians out there. And that's Ring of Honor's All-Star Extravaganza. This looks like an absolutely amazing card. Uh, August 3rd uh, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It looks like a really great show. The main event, and this is uh, semi spoilers from the Ring of Honor uh, tapings, but Ring of Honor has made this known because it's such big news. New Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions uh, Rocky Romero and Alex Kozlov, the Forever Hooligans, who are also the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions in Japan, uh, won the tag titles at their recent TV tapings And from uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. They are the new Tag Team Champions and they will be defending those belts at All-Star Extravaganza against the American Wolves, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards. Uh, there's a lot of great talent in this show. Paul London taking on Michael Elgin. Uh, there's Brian Kendrick taking on Kevin Steen. Uh, there's a lot of more talent from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, Kushida, who's an awesome talent from New Japan, is going to be debuting. Uh, the Young Bucks are returning to Ring of Honor uh, after a long uh, disappearance from ROH. Uh, it looks like a really stacked card, so if you're in Toronto uh, and you want to go check that out, I encourage you to go to rhwrestling.com Go to All-Star Extravaganza and go see some of, uh, you know, go see the number three uh, promotion in the country and see what they can do on, you know, on a a huge night for them where they, you know, convulge a lot of great talent from all over the world. So, like I said, go to ROHWrestling.com for more information.
1: And whatever you think of ROH, they have definitely always uh, delivered when it comes to a live show. Even the TV tapings are, are way more entertaining than a Raw or SmackDown taping or anything like that. So please <laughs> go check that out. Um, excellent, man. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> sorry, the chat room still in the dinker stuff. With that, guys, uh, we're going to go to Gold. Uh, see what's going on from uh, you know local wrestling here. And be back with Remember When
3: with it <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm gonna,
0: i want to put this i want to look at our uh okay. at our viewers while i'm talking about the fleshlight
1: what if we do something with divas Consider oh yeah it. that was released
2: <laughs> Dinker, um, a word used only by people with half-Mexican friends They usually use it when referring to most anything
1: Yeah, and you can have like one, two, three, four, you know, answers, you know You can say, uh, yeah, it's awesome, no, it's not, I'm indifferent Or, who the fuck is Ron Van Damme?
0: Welcome back Man, that RWA show looks good. I'm getting my copy. Are you? Folks, let's take a quick trip down memory lane. Um, So this week was the premiere of Total Divas, and they did quite well. If I'm not mistaken, they did like a 1.3 in ratings, which pretty much blows TNA out of the water. But I want to talk about some underrated divas on this week's Remember When? I don't remember when I don't remember again. I don't remember when I um the most one one of the most underrated divas for me, um I have a soft spot not necessarily for her wrestling abilities, which she did have, but for her ability to sell and the way that she established her character and always stayed in it was Maurice. I think she did a fantastic mm. job uh, during her short time in the WWE, the way she would flip her hair, the way she would, you know, um, and I know this, it sounds like normal diva shit, you know, and putting her hand up and stuff like that. But she did it in such a way that was um, uh, uh, like kind of frantic and kind of kind of twitchy. And uh, and she was just there was a lot of subtle maneuvers that she did that I think were, were very highly underrated. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was um uh, uh uh what's his name? He's a friend of the show, wrestle fan. What's his name? He was on the show. I
2: think I think you're talking about right. Brandon Straub.
0: I'm talking about Brandon Stroud. He put it in a, a, in a fantastic way. He said that um, there was a video of her getting slapped in the face, and she sold it like she was falling out of a plane. And he is <laughs> a 1,000% correct. Uh, Maurice was fantastic at that kind of shit. Go back and watch some videos if you can, um, because shes uh, I, I think she was vastly underrated. And uh, and even though she may have had one or two runs of the Divas, Divas mm-hmm. title, also very
1: underutilized. Uh, he, was, he was a good heel Well no. ain, anybody French is a good heel really. Mm-hmm. So you just have to be French. <laughs> Are you from another country? You're an amazing heel. Yeah there you go. <laughs> well, I we got weird audio from you Amond uh, take a look at your setup there. Okay Wow, that's weird. Wow so what the We'll wait for him to, to come back there. If you have something to unplug and plug back in do that sure <laughs> uh Bobby what do you think
3: I'm gonna go with ivory oh Riz. I think mm, Riz Riz had ivory ivory was was beautiful she was confident mm-hmm. they just didn't utilize her well enough I don't think um she she had the women's title but she really didn't like I don't know didn't leave her mark um there,
1: there wasn't much for women wrestlers in her era yeah
3: yeah um her her biggest thing I think was being in right great right to censor mm-hmm. and being Stevie Richards like uh Main, uh, um, madam, if you will, I guess. Uh, <laughs> she she, ke- she kept everyone in line and right to censor. Um, I I I really liked Ivory. I think she was good. Mm-hmm. Good heel, good face. When she was a face, she was really good too. So that's my choice. His underrated diva.
1: What about you, Amon? How do I feel? Whoa, hey, you know, Whoa, terrible. Really still. weird. We'll see how this goes. <laughs>
2: hey, maybe Sora should give his moment and then call me back, and then maybe we can do something.
1: <laughs> All right, we'll try calling them back. Um, I, well, I kept thinking, I, I mean, I think the obvious one is, uh, to me, uh, Daphne. I, 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 oh, yeah. I mean, wait, underrated because she never got hired by WWE, you know what I mean? Um, and even in TNA, she didn't really get to do much but be kind of the manager – hangout chick, you know what I mean? I, I can't I can't recall her doing much else. But when she she has, like I've seen her in matches here Indies here in town and I thought she was a great wrestler but it just, that side never seemed to come out much from what we've seen on TV. Um, and I think that's really unfortunate. So. Uh, Eamon, are you back?
2: That was a great big sword. that I totally heard
1: uh, what it was. The audio is still messed up. But, uh, that is weird. That is that is really funky. Dude. I don't
2: know what to do with that.
1: No, well, well, I'll try to address <laughs> on this. I just talk so I have some stuff going on. What was your pick?
2: My pick uh, is not only someone that I think is very underrated, uh, but I also think is the person that uh, was my very first ever pro wrestling crush. Okay, uh, and that was Nidia. Okay Nydia was the oh, one wow. that, uh, in my opinion, was never utilized properly. The Jamie Noble stuff was fun, and it was a cool thing that people sort of wrapped yeah. Uh One of my least favorite things about uh, the stuff Nydia did was anytime they would put her in like a bikini contest or like a sexy sort of thing, and they would put her against like Tori Wilson or like Don Marie, so they would make her look super ugly, they also put so, like, her unattractive. When she was actually very attractive, mm-hmm. I always hated that. Um, and she was also a phenomenal wrestler, you know, coming up from Tough Enough. And, you know, she always had that skill. I remember when she went over to Raw at a point where, like, Raw had, like, the strongest women's roster in, like, to my knowledge. Because you had Trish, you had Lita, you had Victoria, you had Molly, you had Jazz, you had Ivory, you had all those other great to- people. Other Tory. You had Gail Kim. Um, and uh, Nydia was in there, and she was holding her own. Mm-hmm. Like, she was showing that she was up there. And I do think, like, a run with the Women's Championship could have been really nice for her. I would have loved to have seen that. Uh, she was always one of my favorites. I thought she had great personality, and, like like I said, the wrestling was up there, so she is definitely definitely my pick.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, from the chat, <laughs> there's some fun ones from the chat. Uh, there was, like, Nicole Bass, Cherry, oh. uh uh, there was a couple. Others remember
3: Cherry. I want to say Tori with an I. Whatever Sherry happened to her? Cherry was good stuff. Whatever happened to her?
1: Right. Um, and I started. I started kind of poking through some of the uh, some of the old divas. Um, a couple interesting ones Ooh. popped up. What I think. Uh, I mean, maybe it's just early. Early, but um, oh crap! I forget her name. Lithuanian chick. That's always like
2: Akana. Akana. She's not bad. I like Akana. Not good. She's um, not good. Kate, yeah, Katie Hall. Lee. Or hey, Winter, or
1: whatever you want to call her. She's good. Um, seen some stuff of her out, out, out off of TV that's really good. Um, so there you go. So let us know your uh, Cindy Lauper. Hmm. Mad Mike. Mike was a fan of Jillian. Stephanie McMahon. Uh, Rockin' Robin. Okay, we're going crazy here. Miss Jackie. <laughs> um, Miss Jackie. Yeah,
3: yeah. Pretty Mean
2: Sisters.
1: Pretty Mean Sisters. I mean, she can't. No, I think that's the other. I no, Jackie other. Gata, yeah. Jackie Gata, okay. I remember her. Ah, uh, <laughs> L- L- Lillian Garcia. <laughs> All right, now we're moving away from that. Thanks, guys. Yeah, th- let us know your diva. <laughs> uh, hit up at Mayhem Show, and let us know what your underrated diva was as well, or on the uh, Facebook or, or uh, uh, Google Plus as well. Uh, or good times at or the hotline. Good times. good
2: times
1: at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. So let's get into it. Raw last night, what happened? Anything, uh, anything interesting I want to talk about right off the, off the bat? I, I thought you had something, Amy. I said
2: stuff happened.
1: Stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Stuff and things. All right.
2: It was good
1: okay,
3: you... Raw. Yeah. I what don't guys... remember a lot. What do you guys think of the corporate makeover ideas for Daniel Bryan?
1: I wanted to come around, like, so, like, Mick Foley? Is that what we're doing here? I mean, we're going to have him with a big beard and a suit, and uh, I feel like this is going to be the, you know, the the Mick Mm -hmm. Foley
2: angle. As as someone that has really hated this uh, Triple H, Stephanie, Vince McMahon clusterfuck they've been doing for a couple weeks, Mm. I really have disliked that. However, I do love them being inserted into the Daniel Bryan thing and being all, you're not corporate enough for us. Mm -hmm. You're still the indie wrestling guy. You're still the guy that has work rates.
1: I was trying to figure out how they were going to get it so Vince McMahon doesn't like Cena as a champion. When we go back from the Stone Cold, you're not more, you're not corporate enough, Daniel Bryan, you're not corporate enough. I don't like your attitude. And and like, like what could you possibly say bad about Cena to make him not be the champion you want as Vince McMahon? And he doesn't. That's. Yeah. I, I thought they did a pretty serviceable job. It's obviously all in you know Vince's head, you know, as far as the perception goes.
2: But, but you that's know, a belief that a lot of people have. And you know, it very well could be a true belief, and I don't know. But there's a lot of people that believe that everything is set on corporate, everything is set on being marketable, everything is set on that to the point where they don't believe in anyone that has work rates or don't believe anyone that can put on. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, no, no! I'm, I'm talking
1: about him turning on Cena. Well, yeah, no, the Cena stuff's interesting too. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying like, like I thought it was going to be tough for him to come around and say I don't like Cena. He's not my kind of champion.
0: Mm-hmm. He's turned on Cena in the past, though.
1: Okay, what was the basis haven't, then? Haven't they a feud before? I can't, I can't recall there being that.
0: I remember some kind Did of feud or some kind of tension. Of it was basically something along the lines of, you know, it was it was really normal. Vince wants you to do something, Cena won't do it. Arr, arr. You know, there wasn't much to it.
2: Mm-hmm. I thought it was during the uh, during the Punk stuff. Like like Vince was opposing Cena at points.
1: I I can't recall at that point. Um, But either way, uh, I really like how they're building up to this. It's feeling like a big deal. And I really like the idea that that Cena Bryant is going to main event SummerSlam. As low as we probably think of SummerSlam compared to a Money in Bank these days or something like that. Uh, This is still, you know, it is one of the big four with that history Mm -hmm. and everything. So yeah, the
2: story of the match has actual ramifications, and exactly. like I said, there's a lot of people out there that do believe in what the story is all about and the, the, that ideal. So I think uh, it, it allows people to get really invested in it.
1: It is really interesting that they're echoing a lot of the stuff that we hear in the dirt sheets. And there's been speculation. I know they've been talking about it a lot alongside the uh, the Reddit user that's been putting out the spoilers for the last like seven months. Um, yeah. that there are uh, a lot of cases where they feed the dirt sheets information uh, to kind of, you know, muddy the waters as far as what information is what. Uh, but this idea that we hear, oh, oh, Vince doesn't like uh, Brian for his size and everything, and to have him come out on TV and say the exact same thing, that seems a little speculative to me. I like,
2: like, like the report that came out that uh, Cesaro wasn't getting pushed because they thought he was boring. Like, those reports. Like, I, I do think a lot of it is very much bullshit and it's Dirt Sheet, you know, just stirring up shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I don't know. I think I think it's, it's it's extremely complicated. I don't believe anything a Dirt Sheet says, but I do think there's a lot of people and that they're, the mentality has been there for the longest time, that if you are a guy that is here and is loved by people solely on work rates, or on the fact that you can put on a twenty-five-minute match with somebody, like we saw Daniel Bryan and Cesaro do, you get looked. Now you don't necessarily get looked down upon, but you're not even considered. Mm-hmm. And that's the ideal that's been happening for so long, and that's the some, that's the thing that's been ingrained in people—not necessarily that read the dirt sheets, but just you know, independent fans and and just anyone in general. Like it, that's that's the belief. Nobody thought Daniel Bryan was going to do anything. Or at least there was a, a fear in people's mind that he wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I, I really go back to, I really think Daniel Bryan, with that crowd response, is seriously on a stone-cold level right now. Mm-hmm. As far as the fans Definitely. are consistently exploding behind him. You can, say, you can blame it on the catchphrase, you can blame it on, or, or say it's actually people are actually getting by this guy. You know, yeah. well I, I, I think we, the
2: catchphrase plays into it. It does. Because you know, people want to chance stuff. Exactly. But like how I tweeted it last night, how great was it seeing somebody, uh like a kid who was like seven or eight, maybe, wearing one of these T shirts, doing the yes chance. Like this isn't the T shirt people grab it in at WWE events but like if you're a seven, eight year old child. Mm-hmm. You grab the Cena shirt, you grab the Sheamus shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't grab this shirt. You grab this shirt because you know who Daniel Bryan is as Bryan Danielson. Exactly. He's a likable dude. You know. Yeah. He's uh, a very likable uh, dude. And he's and made himself a compelling and you know marketable thing.
1: Hmm. Yeah, he, he he's learned how to play that game, mm-hmm. and I think that's that makes him such a, a say deadly weapon as far as marketability, and you know somebody that can put on a show. You know, he's done every aspect that we would want out of him. I got something in my mouth. Now, uh, and also, as far as that, you know, how hot he is, and everybody's talking in the chat room about that too, Um, you know, what about this idea of what maybe he is, everybody is so behind him because he is the underdog, you know? Whereas we looked at Stone Cold and he was the blue-collar, hate-your-boss, let's-do-something-about-it kind of guy, Debray is the... uh, you know maybe a little off got the big beard looks kind of like a trucker but still he's like he is the little guy he is the underdog he is mm-hmm. when you look at uh his build he probably reflects more of the people in the audience than definitely a John Cena right so i think we have another great underdog appreciation uh, who's somebody who's is where he's recognizing how talented he is and entertaining he is, but he still is very relatable, and I think that's something they haven't had on this level for a good long time. Yeah,
3: it's kind of like Underdog Punch story, Out. Sorry, go ahead, Bobby. It's kind of like Punch Out, little little Mac versus Mike Tyson, you know. Yeah, the like
2: story is, the, is one of the best stories in pro wrestling. It's the one that you know, gets people into it the most, you know. It's it's something that people can go on. The Stone Cold Steve Austin storyline mm-hmm. from the part where he was Stone Cold Steve Austin, that is an underdog story. And, like, for example, like, uh, his transformation as a heel uh, in 2001 was because he had beaten everyone. Yeah. He had beaten absolutely everyone to the point where he wasn't the underdog, and he couldn't, like... Like, Sorry. he wasn't beating people. Like he couldn't beat the Rock at WrestleMania, so he lost his mind. Yeah. Like, that is a compelling storyline. And, it's in, and like I said, you know, that's, but you can never, like, there's a difference between them making Daniel Bryan an underdog that's relatable and then, you know, say whether you think it's true or not, when they constantly try to make Cena the underdog. Mm-hmm. You know? There's different, there, like when he's wrestling Mark Henry, and uh, as much as I love Mark Henry, the fact that Cena couldn't pick up Mark Henry for the uh, attitude adjustment.
1: Yeah, we've seen yeah. that so many times, right? So it was like, okay, well, we're, we're playing this game again, right? When it comes to, oh, I can't lift Mark Henry. Oh, I can't play, lift Big Show. We, we've seen him happen a hundred times, mm-hmm. and, and we know it.
2: Um, but I think with someone the size of Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. and they're building the fact that he's a small guy, he's not jacked. He does you know, he doesn't have a lot of power, you know, a lot of strength behind him, That's, but it's all in that speed, it's all in that intensity, it's all in how hard he can hit you. Yeah. Like yeah. that is something that can go on for years.
1: Uh LB, well you've been kinda of quiet on this one. What do you think about the D Bry situation? Um, I,
0: I I hate to say this because this is a very good conversation and it's also a very hopeful conversation. There's a lot of hope in this conversation. Um, and I hate to be the one who shits in the cereal bowl, but I just don't see this last thing with Daniel Bryan. You know, he's he's getting a really good push right now, and it's great. And he's he's going up against the face of the company, and um, you know, like uh, like like WrestleFan says, he's he's the guy who's got this work rate. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, he's I I firmly believe. Uh, he's going to lose to John Cena, and that'll be that.
1: Or is the door to open to him because of somebody that's got a funny look to him, like a CM Punk uh, uh, did so well the last couple of mo- years? That's I think
2: point. I think
1: it's, it's possible.
0: I think it's, it's I think it's, it's the door is also open because he works his fucking balls off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just like oh. just like CM Punk did.
1: Yeah.
2: I, also, who's to say John Cena can't beat Daniel Bryan at oh SummerSlam, and Daniel Bryan not lose any steam? How did you fix your audio? It's what I. I have to know. no idea. What did you do? <laughs> what is magic? That?
1: Beautiful. He's a wizard. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. I, I like it this exciting. idea, I, and I've heard this a bit too. Like this idea that maybe these are the new everyday man, smaller guys uh, that bring in the new. Uh, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels type era, you know? I mean, look what's happening. Every time Daniel Bryan gets in the ring with a Seth Rollins or a Claudio, sorry, Cesario, Cesaro, you that's when you see things turn up, right? Like, I yeah. keep saying, every time I see, like, those guys in the ring like that, they take their moment and they wrestle like their lives depend on it. These guys, I think these are the guys in the company that realize we've done this for so long. I we've you and I have done this a million times. We are on the biggest stage we're ever going to be on doing this thing, you know, aside from WrestleMania itself. Um, they know how many people are watching and they want to be remembered and it's fucking working. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, it really, and and I, and I know we talked about this before, but ROH has seeped into WWE in a fantastic fashion here.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. isn't this, when you start seeing stuff like that, is that trickling in exactly why, you know, LB, why you dig on your old ROH DVDs, right? You know, uh, it, it is seeing matches like
2: that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. I, I didn't know if uh, you, had, uh, you had... Sorry, you had I was trying to feed something. an sorry, LB,
1: but you had something to say.
2: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But it, I, I was going to say, it's like when uh, we had uh, Dutters on to talk about the Attitude Era, yeah. and how there was that period of time in the Attitude Era where it was not about wrestling, it was just about your character, and it was just about having a story It's not I get what you're saying with the ROH thing, but it's not ROH, it's just good wrestling. Mm -hmm. And you know, that we've lived in an era where now you have to be a good wrestler. Yeah. As opposed to the time where you didn't have to be a good wrestler, you could just be a character and you could do some stuff and you would still be fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now you have to hold your own with a Cesaro and a Daniel Bryan. And we've seen people like Jack Swagger do great stuff. No, like mm-hmm. we've seen him have great matches with like an Alberto Del Rio. Dolph Ziggler wasn't really an ROH guy. Like, and he's, he realizes that he has to have spectacular matches now.
3: Mm-hmm. And he does. Yeah, exactly.
2: and he does.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah. uh, other than that, we all watched Raw last night, but I want to know how many people here watch Total Divas, which I keep calling Totally Divas for some reason. Uh, so I apologize for that. If you noticed that on my Twitters, uh, I realized I completely botched the hashtag earlier today. So uh, well, did everybody watch it? I, I, I caught it today.
3: I watched it last um,
0: night.
1: Everybody, everybody caught Recredibly. it? Incredibly. I, I,
0: I read a recap. <laughs>
1: You're even <a> watching <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, what do we think of it? I, are we happy it exists? It was television. It was television.
2: <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of people saying oh, it was crap, and I'm hearing a lot of people
1: saying it was very entertaining. I think it, it depends. If you're somebody who's entertained by that kind of show, it was probably entertaining. If you're somebody that's entertained by. Geez, I don't even know how to do this. Uh, it, it felt
3: like keeping up with the Bellas.
1: It did. It did. Um, if you believe, I really don't believe anything that happens on that show is legitimate whatsoever. I think Mm-mm, that show is no as way. is as real as what we watched last night on Raw. I'm sorry, right. I can't I can't believe that these girls are this catty in real life. You know what I mean?
3: John Cena bought me a Range Rover. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: everything is I and the ring thing. It's like didn't we get the report about his divorce? Like. It wasn't like a few weeks before when that was filmed, you know.
2: Uh, that's that's so ridiculous. The, pro- the the big problem I have was, wasn't there? So was there a story basically about how Natalia is like the ugly duckling of the group? Yeah, you know, that's basically what they're going for. So that's why they had that match on Raw where she wrestled for Bella and Nikki came out making duck noises. Yeah, what the hell was that? But the problem is that sh- that episode was filmed before WrestleMania.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: So why are they doing anything with it now?
1: Well, it, it's going to be it's going to be a little weird cuz they're going to try to do stuff on raw to, that pertains to the show, that's Man. stuff that happened 6 months ago to keep things kind of in line and keep it going back and forth. But yeah, I they haven't done anything tying into that show that isn't awkward as fuck on Monday when, night.
3: When the the world wants to know when are we going to see a Total Divas uh, Duck Dynasty crossover? <laughs> Are they going to show the Bellas buying the duck call at from the the Duck Dynasty? people? That'd be amazing. From Uncle yeah. Si, that'll be amazing.
1: Um, but I mean, I don't know. And 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 it felt like that conversation that he had about the ring was, was seemed more daunting than fighting The Rock on the main event of WrestleMania. You know, mm-hmm. um, I also don't. I can't I mean again not really knowing the inner workings but if you don't know a week before Wrestlemania that you don't have a match you probably don't have a match right yeah I mean Mm -hmm. it seemed I mean you know not being there but that seems like how that would work right like everything seems to be pretty set in stone you see like seven nine matches on a Wrestlemania card you can't squeeze much in there so yeah
2: I, I don't know I don't know. Um, I I I'd, I'd maybe watch the show just to see clips of Daniel Bryan and uh, Asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, why not? All right, sure. <laughs> sure. No, for those that don't know, Asparagus is the name of his
1: dog. Oh, ah, oh good. Uh, uh, LB gonna- LB recap recap. Wh- wh- how did how did the show come off on on recaps? Recap. <laughs> first of all,
0: uh, I've I've seen enough. Um, Reality television and parody of reality television—that I had a pretty good idea of what was going on uh, in my head when they mentioned that they were saying something as a talking head. You know, I, I could mm-hmm. see it. I, it, it. From what I read, it was exactly what I kind of thought it would be. You know what I mean? It's um, uh, taking t- taking things that are actually happening and letting them happen and happen happen. And in most reality TV, they use a lot of editing to spice things up. Um, and
1: there's a lot of setup, too.
0: It's mm-hmm. like great. Yeah, there's there's a lot of set, and they handpick their personalities of yeah. the contestants as well, so that um, they don't have to do as much editing. But on this, they they couldn't handpick the personalities as much, so it's editing and storylines.
1: Yeah.
0: That's so awesome. I mean, it, it's it's entertaining for what it is. I'm glad it's successful. It's something different, and. Um, I'll probably actually watch it non- if it shows up on Daily Motion because I don't have cable.
1: It did. It did. It did. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, I'm actually surprised it's not on Hulu Plus, uh, considering. Or uh, maybe we'll on delay. I don't know. I'll keep an eye out for it and report back. Um, uh, yeah, Cars uh, says in the chat room the most important thing about Total Divas is that it did better ratings than Impact. <laughs>
2: True. Yeah. True. Can it,
1: mm-hmm. Oh
2: yeah. Can we talk about an update from our story last week? Well, let's hold on, on to that swirls. for a moment.
1: Let's hold on to that for a moment. There, I do want to call attention to uh, if you if you are a recrap mm-hmm. fan like uh, Mr. LB, if you uh, draw your attention over to WrestlingMayhemShow.com uh, dot You keep seeing recrap. Yes, I did that yes. one on purpose. Uh, Man, Mike. Okay, reviewed, I couldn't I tell. Man, Mike does <laughs> review Total Divas, so you can go over there and check that out uh as well so uh he does a great job with the tna reviews he mad mike's watching the thing that you don't want to so you don't have to so go check that out and while you're there go check out our sponsor um so so yeah uh, i just wanted to get you guys into that uh because it's hard to stay up on sunday nights i understand that um so what, what did you want to pick on him Am-
2: so yeah tna is horrible um, the many people that uh, were released from the company, uh, from uh, specifically the ones that were the gut check contestants. Uh, for those that don't know, there was a, a female gut check contestant that won, named Taylor Hendrick. Uh, she won her gut check. She got like a match on Impact. She, then she went to OBW, and then she got like another match on Impact. And then they got rid of her. Um, and it's come out today in interviews, uh, post her release from TNA, that an official for TNA. Uh, told her at one point that she was too heavy for tv mm. uh not only that uh specifically they told her this on her birthday oh sad mm. birthday because tma doesn't know doesn't think like rational human beings I, and i'm sorry
1: like one she even said like she was like a size three at the time and everything yeah that is too heavy for tv apparently Apparently. i, I can't uh, that's that's ridiculous. If, if it is I have true, a
0: yes. Will there ever be a time when we stop being surprised at TNA's awful, awful decisions?
2: No. Mm-hmm. Oh, but uh, uh, can we, can we, did we mention about Ask Dixie last week? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we did. We, we said we should follow it.
2: And there was yeah, a statement. It. But uh, the, the she, president she scolded us. has at least a statement about Ask Dixie. And we all just got sent to the principal's office. Oh no! I told people I literally want someone to take that statement she released and read it over a PA at a high school. <laughs> <laughs> Boys and like girls, disciplining us because of her shitty company.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: um. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? I, I'm gonna fire a bunch of employees and then open up in a public forum that you can ask me whatever you want. How dare you then ask me whatever you want? <laughs> <laughs> that is
1: true. That is true. Um, yeah, I, you know, I'm going back even in the other question. It's like, oh, if she was too too much for TV. It was like, yeah, but what what is ODB? What is um. I mean awesome Kong. I don't I mean See that's
2: the difference. They're not making fun of Taylor Hendrick. Her oh, I see. is not to be a joke.
1: I see. I see. I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. Uh but good for her. She's already doing uh shimmer and stuff like that. So
2: Yeah, she's booked on like all the all the female wrestling. Sure. She I mean,
1: and th- even Jesse Sorensen like showed up right away on the Indies, you know? Uh, that uh, I go back to and, and TNA and again in that in our principal office statement, it went back to how we're going to cycle through talents here and there, bring back names and and everything to keep things fresh, right? Uh, this this kind of thing. Everybody that gets picked up from from a ion on the Jesse Sorens to a Taylor Hendricks. Now even if I know it's not the same as going on WWE and really kind of getting a name, but. At least you get to say, as seen on Spike TV's TNA, their price ideally, I would hope, goes up to the indie promoters. So, so and hopefully they're smart enough to capitalize on that. Because in the end, when you're in the wrestling business, when you're a wrestler, you also have to be, in the long run, a good marketer and business person. You know, which I know not a lot are. Um, But so I, I feel it's shitty what the company does by cycling these guys out. You got a job, you don't have a job, let's pull something else in, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I think it's got to be at least somewhat helpful to these guys to at least have gone on there and said, hey, I've been in TNA. I
2: think it is. And I Mm -hmm. think, like you said, they will benefit from you know getting more indie bookings because of it or getting more paid because of it but i do think that you know the ideal of we're gonna cycle in these newer like talents that you've never seen before and and are that you don't have enough time to get a connection with that's true that that so is why true would you care when they when's the out? last time somebody
1: cycled in like that and then actually kind of stuck around to become a Samo- samoa joe or a magnus or a you know, even to that,
2: yeah, name you know.
1: one that was cycled in exactly. And- I, I, you know, that's why I think we kind of get tired of people at a certain mm-hmm. level. Is like, okay, we got Mr. Mm-hmm. Anderson, okay, we got we got these guys that on the card start from like, you know, uh, uh, you know, Chris Sabin. Mm-hmm. Well, this Sabin's the champion now, but like Chris Sabin, uh, Samoa Joe, uh, uh Storm. Etc., up to the Stings and the Hogans, and everybody that falls below that line. Like, I can't think of anybody that is a regular quote unquote on the show um, that is from bef- after uh, really five years ago. Samoa Joe feels like he was the last guy that was the new guy that made it. Yeah. That wasn't exactly. a WWE guy.
2: And take, like, what they did with this Ice Division pay-per-view, that they brought back Sanjay Dutt and Petey Williams and Homicide. 20 bucks says they're not going to be on any future shows no. for, like, the next six months.
1: No, but luckily guys like that are, like, they're doing other things. You know, those guys. No,
2: no, no, and it's good for them. I'm not talking about them on a personal level. I'm yeah. talking about the company as a whole and how you develop connections with characters and storylines. You can't do that when you're cycling in people.
1: Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. I I, I don't know. It, it's it's the this business is always gonna that that company is always gonna do things a little bit different. Uh, I, and and I can't. I'm I'm trying to justify it, but I'm kind of tired of it. You know, of hearing about all the crap. You know, uh, but then again, it, there's a it's building up enough saying bad things about it. But I don't know. You get the same thing from WWE. People thinking they got treated like shit, but it's a big company. You know, I it just you get then you get to TNA just doesn't feel like it's big enough to, of a company to justify you know being dicks. So
2: yeah,
1: but they are on TV. They are TNA. they, they are, are on TV. Uh, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, every time I say TNA blah, I, I do have somebody says, "Hey, they're doing better than so and so show." You know. Um, you know, Who's saying that? I I will tell you off air who's saying that. Let me let me uh, talk to that <laughs> <laughs> But But uh, you know, they're doing better rings than ROH. You know, uh, they're doing they're oh, doing better yeah. than they're doing. They they are they are consistently. And this was something else that was told to me. That was like, well, if you think about it, uh, whatever you think of them, wherever you think they are compared to WWE, TNA, Impact, consistently does uh, better than most anything else on Spike TV. That's true. Mm-hmm. Probably for goes, a high fraction of the costs of some of that content, right? So There's a reason we have reality TV all over the damn place, cause it's dirt fucking cheap. And t- and wrestling, right. you know, on that level, the way they're doing it, you know, has to be you know pretty cheap in comparison to some other productions,
3: except for Bar Rescue. Yeah. Bar Rescue, yeah. Some awesome shit. <laughs> TNA wishes go. it could be bar rescue.
1: Guys, on that note, please let me, wait, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I am so sorry because we have got to look at this video. Uh, this is weird and sideways, apparently, um, but this is, I think I queued it up to the point where the guy runs in the ring. Okay, so there, there's a guy sneaking oh, yeah. up Randy Orton. He hits him. This on... is not me. What is that? This guy was serious about running in there. But, uh,
2: Apparently Randy Apparently, from the reports, is like he shoved Biggie Langston and then got into the ring and did that. Oh my god. Security <laughs> let that happen. Oh my god.
1: And please, people, learn to fucking hold your iPhone. Oh my
2: ah! god. <laughs> I hate this.
1: Randy Orton's floating. I hate this. What is this? Easy. The guy? Is this Start. the guy at the ringside? Hold on. Maybe. I don't know, but it's like a three minute video, and that's like the only point where something happens. So. Also, wanted to add a video. YouTube has a video editor. Come on, guys. Guys, what'd you learn from wrestling this week, Bobby?
3: I learned I was not in South America. <laughs> and I learned that I think Daniel Bryan's going to be John Cena. Whoa. I have that feeling. Throwing that down here, huh? Throwing it down. Whoa. That's my wow. prediction.
2: Wow. What about you, Eamon? Uh, I learned from wrestling this week. Uh, if you are an employee of some sort in WWE and not an actual wrestler, your catering is awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, they have, like, tuna salad and, like, wheat <laughs> 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 And it gets slapped
3: in your ear. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hi, Ricky Starks.
3: Oh my God. I'm
2: glad you got that tuna salad out here, your yeah.
3: We didn't know if it was tuna salad or oatmeal.
2: I I talked to him. He clarified it's tuna salad.
3: Tuna salad? Okay.
2: Yeah. It's cool to know any wrestlers that get tuna salad. What about you, LB?
0: Um, if you had told me a year ago,
2: whoa, sleepy robot, Jesus, Jesus, sleepy robot, that was awesome timing.
0: Here, yes, <laughs> that was perfect. That was spot on. Um <laughs> <laughs> I a robot. I if you had told to me oh, <laughs> one year ago that the best way to improve Kane at this point would be to take his mask and turn it into a weird sheep mask? <laughs> I would have said, where is your time machine? Because I am interested. (laughs) Why are we talking about wrestling when you have a goddamn time machine?
1: Wow. Wow. (laughs) Anyway, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I got you guys. From the chat room. Sword? um, From the chat room, uh, Tony Garza learned that uh, Vince has gone back to his Attitude Era half. Hair, Uh, I'm sorry. Riz learned that Virgil has a radar attached to his rotted brain that attracts him to people wearing wrestling (laughs) shirts at Comic-Cons. Cars learned that our target audience is truly 18 to 35, given our new affiliate. Uh, Texas Anarchy learned not to mumble next to Ryback while he is getting catering. Uh, Mad Mike learned, oh, man, oh, no, uh, that the functodactyl... Is dating an Uso? Oh no! Oh no! I lost it. Oh no! And they have not made this thing on TV. This a thing on TV? Um, yeah, there you go. I learned that Jimmy Uso's real name is not Jimmy Uso. Yeah, that was a revelation. Yeah. <laughs> Like, John is not marketable, apparently, right? <laughs> uh, John I mean, is the isn't John, too much like John Cena. We have right? one John too many jobs. I am so sorry, WrestleFan. I forgot to bring this stuff up during the Indie uh, Minute. Maybe I'll have to uh, earmark it for next week so I can talk about it at length. But I went to Detroit this past weekend. Um, yeah. There's a certain project coming up. I think you can figure it out if you look at my pictures on Google Plus or Facebook uh, oh. or my tweets over the last weekend. Uh, but, uh, so, so I got to hang a little bit and check out some wrestling shows up there. Uh, one actually in Detroit, one in Flint, Michigan. And, uh, so I, I learned about wrestling that's not for wrestling fans. And, uh, in that case, and I won't go too far into it, but one is the, uh, Squirrel, Squared Circle Review. Uh, which, and if you look at that, you probably can't tell on the video feed, but that under Authentic Attractions, is one Zach Gowan under the uh, uh, ring name of Pogo the Wonder Boy? Um, so Holy there was Invisible. There's a group called Creative Control with two Ks, uh, including one guy named Triple J, then they're fighting for the Bible Belt. Um, <laughs> and there's some. if you just look up Square Circle Review on YouTube, you can find some clips. Uh, and I think you'll have a pretty good idea. Think how Chikara has the live. Uh, commentary during their live shows, uh, added with uh, a live jam band that performs during the matches. Uh, Is the guy
2: named Clown Town?
1: I didn't see the Clown Town, but I did see uh, um, um, Hobo the Clown, and and he was uh, in a wheelchair being escorted by Doctor Goofy. Uh, there was a mime or several Sasquatches. Um, uh, several Sasquatches uh, the uh, the uh, what is help me out the Assyrian portal guys yes we're both there they were I actually didn't get to stick around for the main event and I think the one guy uh, the, the, the black guy with the, the Juggalo paint I think that's one of the dudes from uh, ROH wait you, wait, he was wearing
2: paint
1: uh, he was wearing like Juggalo paint
2: yeah that's not him
1: <laughs> I, I I thought he was I, I don't know he wears I, the mask <laughs> what's that he wears a mask not a paint. mask who are, you, who are you talking about? The dude from the Ethereum portal. No, no, no. There's another dude that I think was from ROH that was there. So, and of course, uh, uh, Zach Gowen and, and, and stuff like that. And I, and nobody else I really recognized outside of uh, that for the most part, but I mean, it was it is a pretty cool concept. Again, like they, they kind of market to the hipsters, I guess. But and they, they said they they kept telling me like these aren't Ooh. wrestling fans. It, this is just a show, and it happens to be in a, a wrestling ring and with people that can work. But there's a, a really big, ca- like I said, there was an invisible man and a mime spot. So that gives you an idea. It's so it is right. There was Speaking there was of- a snake charmer. There was like a ring dancer. Uh, it was it was crazy. It was awesome. Um,
3: father, father time was at other
1: promotion huh Yeah father time was at the other promotion <laughs> I think we, uh WrestleFan, fan please uh earmark next week so I can talk about this stuff I I regret, <laughs> we will have to. I regret forgetting about it this week uh so we'll we'll do that Uh guys wrestling mayhem show check us out wrestlingmayhemshow.com What? what?
0: there was if we're talking about um like low-level wrestling shows that appeal to hipsters, there was actually a wrestling show in the city of Pittsburgh, like in the city limits in Lawrenceville. And, uh, I didn't attend, but a friend of mine did. And, uh, I saw pictures, mm-hmm. nobody who was known for anything except for, uh, one guy wrestled in a gorilla suit under the name Sam Squatch. And I'm not making that up.
1: <laughs> oh, get me more information on this. <laughs>
2: That's the best, man.
0: They fought, they fought in a bar and, and they were, like, hitting each other with cans of PBR, and the crowd started chanting nacho cheese. So they threw <laughs> nacho cheese
1: at each other and hit each other in the head with nachos. Get me more information, dude. This is a
2: promotion <laughs> made for us.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, we'll get into that. But, hey, yeah, guys, Wrestling Man Show, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Book TV, Roku, YouTube, Video and Audio Virgins, go subscribe, rate, rate. Please comment. Uh, also, drop us a line to our email address, Good, time. Time. Good, Good Times time. at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, and also drop us a line at 412 206 WMS0 by the app WMS Gold. Um, and also, if I can get to it, we got new shirts. Did anybody see these new shirts we have? I love them. If you go to Pro Wrestling, he's a great Alex Cars. He's been known, he's done a Chicara. Uh, memory shirt. He's done a, a turtle wiener shirt, and I asked. I said, "Sir, I would like you to do a shirt for Alan, us." Alex
2: Cars did a shirt with a turtle wiener on it. That's, that's what
1: you just said. No, it was for the turtle wiener. <laughs> it goes was, with
3: our new sponsor.
1: <laughs> our new sponsor. But If you go ProWrestlingTees.com, if you go to uh, podcasts and, and YouTube, and you'll find us, the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Look, there's some familiar faces. And you can check out, you can, of course, get the classic logo, uh, but you can also get the Property of Mayhem shirt um they're all nineteen ninety nine plus shipping and handling uh two x and up our are, are size up i got my order in guys uh so i'm hoping to be sporting those on the show so please that's another way not only doing that uh clicking on the flashlight links you can go over there support the show guys they're giving you uh, We're giving you as many ways as possible to support this show. We have some ideas. We want to do some big stuff here uh, in the coming year and improvement to how we're doing this thing. Uh, And we can't do that without getting some money for it. Uh, So uh, we we have stretched the budget as thin as we can go. Uh, So we need to try... Uh, so if you dig the podcast, if you, if you dig what's going on here, please uh, uh, check out the t-shirts, check out uh, our sponsors. Click that if you're going to uh, 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 get a tube um, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, guys, thanks a lot. Thanks to our awesome chat room, live.sorgatronmedia.com, around 9 p.m. Eastern time here every Tuesday night, live.sorgatronmedia.com. And all your new guys that jumped in all night from Justin TV, uh, that's where you can join the chat room is uh, that uh, URL live as well. Um... That's it, guys. Thanks, Bobby, for checking in. He's in here because of the straw poll that we (laughs) tried earlier tonight. (laughs) I kind of like this method for getting people on the show. Uh, We're going to be trying to mix it up with some other uh, guests here in the near future, some uh, people wrestling or Or used to wrestle.
3: Or you could play it like Family Feud and just have us, like, the winner of each week's day and go for fast money.
1: There you go. Uh, Fast money (laughs) at the end of the month, right? Thanks, guys. Mayhem out.